scary mysteries, twisted news, demonic text messages, and Roberto Fernandez. Terrifying cases of true crimes and strange events. Every single week, Twisted News dives into two mysterious and scary cases currently happening in our world. This week, we're going to tackle bizarre claims of a priest who said that he got text messages from demons and the shocking case of a dead serial killer who later got linked to the death of three women decades ago. Get ready for Scary Mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. Demonic Text Messages Reality is rather arbitrary. What's real for some may not be for others. The reality of the spiritual dimension, for instance, is a hotly debated one. Though it's yet to be proven with science, it can somehow be observed. In fact, some may even claim to have experienced it firsthand, so much so that they consequently become an authority in certain supernatural phenomena. One of these figures was Monsignor Stephen Rossetti. Rossetti is currently the president of the St. Michael's Center for Spiritual Renewal and a research professor at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C. The extent of his credentials doesn't end there, though. He also happens to be a licensed psychologist and an author. To discredit, this man's words would be considered sacrilegious, but somehow his claims and views with regards to spirituality will make you think twice. A long-time serving chaplain for the Washington Nationals baseball team, the priest has been more known for his exorcism rites and his knowledge of demonic possessions. Together with his team, the 70-year-old tackles as many as 20 exorcism sessions per week in Washington alone. It would involve individuals who were possessed or dwellings that are stuck with an evil influence. Having done so much of it, he gave his observation about the nature of possession. He said that there are two types of them, the weak and the strong possessions. Accordingly, they may need a lesser or greater effort to dislodge the demons. Interestingly, he also claims that demons tend to follow in a hierarchical order, whereby those of the lesser stature would fear those in the upper order. Based on his observations, Rossetti surmised that demon possessions have increased radically over the last decade in the United States, and as our civilization has progressed, so were the ways in which those heathen beings make their presence known. Rossetti said that in the past, demons disturb us humans by messing our electronic appliances like TVs, radios, and even light. Now that most of our lives are spent on our cell phones and computers, these fallen angels apparently have to adapt and pester us there as well. In short, demons are now capable of tormenting people through text messages. Rossetti said that he and a number of his associate exorcists have experienced demonic interference wherein they receive horrible text messages. In an interview, the clergy said that he encountered several such cases himself. In one instance, he received a menacing message that really disturbed him, and he got it before he could conduct an exorcism on a woman. It read, Her torments start now, priest, all night. We will make her bleed. 
In other times, it is the family of the possessed who receive these kinds of messages. Rossetti insists that they had thoroughly investigated these occurrences and found no reason to believe that they were perpetrated by the people themselves. In his book titled Diary of an American Exorcist, he revealed some of the most unforgettable events that took place during a possession, such as things flying all over the room and people undergoing horrific physical transformations. He also discussed in extent the disturbing issues of demons sending text messages. His claims were obviously met with skepticism, but regardless, his statements offer a complementary perspective on the world that we live in. While some of us have based our beliefs on what we can see, there are others who outwardly recognize the existence of these so-called metaphysical realities. It is now left to us to decide whether they make sense or not. Number 2. Roberto Fernandez We've always been made to believe that justice will come to those who deserve it. Whether sooner or later, criminals of all sorts will likely get punished for their wrongdoings. However, as much as we'd like to deny it, there truly are some instances when evil people manage to get away with murder. In the year 2000, the entire county of Broward in southeast Florida was gripped in terror following a string of murders. First came a woman named Kimberly Dietz Livesey. In June of 2000, her body was found stuffed into a suitcase and left to rot in Cooper City. Days later, a duffel bag was discovered along a road in Denia Beach City. Contained inside was the corpse of a woman named Sia Demas. Separate investigations were conducted to track down the perpetrators of these killings. And in the process, they realized that these two cases could be linked to each other. This was based on the evidence collected from the two crime scenes, and it turned out that the fingerprints found belonged to a single unknown individual. While the Broward Sheriff's Office and the Miami PD had yet to find their culprit, another life was mercilessly ended. On August 30th, 2001, exactly 14 months after the second killing, a woman identified as Jessica Good was murdered. Her remains were found floating in Biscayne Bay. All three victims were determined to have suffered from drug addiction and at some point in their lives had been selling sexual services. The connection between Good's death to the first two had yet to be established, however. Initially, the third murder was treated as a standalone case, and in this particular investigation, detectives were able to identify a certain Roberto Fernandez as a possible suspect. But just when the police were able to close in on him, the man fled to his home country of Brazil, thereby avoiding interrogation. And the fact that he ran away automatically put him at the top of their list. As later revealed in the reports, Fernandez, who once lived in the country, had previously worked as a flight attendant before becoming a bus driver for tourists in South Florida. Investigators also found out that the man was infamous in the area for his panache for prostitutes. Having known this, police began to suspect that this is how he encountered Good. In effect, this also led them to believe that he could also be the culprit 
and the Dietz Live say and Demas cases. When investigators finally announced that the DNA in the first two cases perfectly matched to that of the third, this made Fernandez, as the possible serial killer, wreaking havoc in Broward County. But despite all this information, authorities couldn't do anything to indict Fernandez in the slayings as he was already out of their grasp. Still, they tried all options to link him to the murders. In 2011, Miami PD traveled to Brazil in an effort to extract DNA from the suspect. There, they were met with the news that Fernandez had actually long been dead, following a plane crash in 2005 in which he was headed to Paraguay. As with anyone in their position, the American authorities doubted the announcement from the Brazilian counterparts. They thought that the man may have just faked his own death, and in response they requested the local government that they'd be allowed to exhume Fernandez's body. And the purpose was simple, to determine if he truly was dead. The plan turned out to be easier said than done, In spite of all the diplomatic arrangements, their request to dig him up didn't come through that easily. It took them 10 years before they were finally given the green light. Sometime in late 2020 and early 2021, U.S. operatives, with the assistance of Brazilian police, were able to unearth the alleged grave. From there, they were able to confirm that the one that laid there was in fact Fernandez. They went on to extract his DNA and compared it to those samples found at the three crime scenes and it was a perfect match. In September of 2021, the Broward Sheriff's Office announced that they had finally found the person responsible for the murders of Dietz Livesay, Demas, and Good. Aside from the trio, officials believe that Fernandez could also be to blame for other murders happening in South Florida. With no one to put on trial, though, the family and friends of the three victims have to find consolation in the fact that at least they finally know who murdered their loved ones. It may never be enough, but this could probably give them the closure that they sorely deserve. So they are with two of the most intriguing and shocking stories around. The world can be a crazy place and Twisted News is always sure to show you why. If you guys like this video, then check out some of our other ones on the right here, and also check out our Patreon page, where each week we're putting out a crazy new video that we can't put up on YouTube. So check that out if you guys are interested. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.